Hi, Rodney Jane here from Bob Jane T-Marts. Specialists in tyres and wheels for over 50 years. We stock what tradies need. Tyres, wheels or batteries, we've got you covered. Steel or alloy wheels, 15 inch plus. Big brands such as Monster, R08, CSA, Fuel, PDW and Dynamic. A massive range. Tyres, we love tyres. All-terrain, mud-terrain, 4x4 and SUV tyres. We stock all the top brands such as Bridgestone, BF Goodrich, Falcon, Goodyear, Michelin and Yokohama. Make your 4x4 ute or van look awesome. Cracking deals at Bob Jane T-Marts. We won't be beaten on price. We'll look after you. Test season apply. This is Parked Up Plus, the place of pace for motor racing news thanks to Race Fuels. From supercars to club racing, Race Fuels keeps Australian motorsport moving, supplying premium products when and where racers need it. And fueling the latest news and views is Parked Up Plus. Coming up, Mustang Bathurst wildcard entry, on or off? DJR rejects sale rumours again. How Russell Engel is inspiring Will Power. Plus, another return for Greg Murphy and TCR's future in Australia. All this and more straight ahead on Parked Up Plus with Mark Fogarty. Hi there, race fans. Michael Anderson's Bathurst 1000 wildcard is still alive, but only just. Latest on the game amateur's entry with an ex-DJR Mustang is that the Supercars Commission has postponed a final decision, pending more information. But as first revealed by Parked Up Plus a few weeks ago, Anderson's bid to contest the great race is in doubt. For a start, the Bathurst builder has to prove his operation is up to the job. Without DJR support, there are questions about how capably the car will be run. And then there's the super license issue. Anderson has been ruled ineligible by Motorsport Australia. His only chance of a dispensation by supercars is if he secures a high-profile driver to lead his effort. Now, we've learned that Anderson's wildcard Bathurst entry was always conditional on him being the co-driver partnered by a big number one name. Now, speaking of which, we hear that his original target was NASCAR star Chase Elliott, the son of stock car legend Bill Elliott, he drives for Hendrick Motorsports and leads the NASCAR Cup standings. Chase Elliott was ruled out, if you were ever really a chance, because the Bathurst 1000 clashes with the NASCAR Cup race at the Charlotte Motor Speedway Roval. It's also understood Anderson approached Simona Di Silvestro to make a one-off supercars comeback. Word is that Simona, who's involved in a partial IndyCar program with Peretta Autosport, politely declined the offer. And there's still no news on who Anderson has lined up to drive his proposed entry in the Bathurst 1000. So, the upshot of it all is that while his wildcard is officially on, Anderson has to come up with at least one experienced and promotable driver and prove that he is capable and has the support to mount a credible effort. It was a few months ago that we revealed the rampant rumours that Dick Johnson Racing was for sale. Based on inside intelligence, we reported 
that while DJR wasn't on the market, it was open to a Penske-style strategic partnership. Speculation that DJR was for sale wouldn't go away, though, and rumours were rampant in the supercars paddock at Townsville that the team had been sold. Other media finally caught up with the story, prompting co-owner Ryan Story to set the record straight. And Story is unequivocal. DJR is absolutely not for sale, except for if an appropriate strategic opportunity for partnership presents itself, he told us, adding partnership, not investment. Cannot stress that enough. DJR has not been sold. Now, Story is less than impressed with some of the recent coverage. Other outlets reporting on my health and other speculation are out of line and a disgrace to the profession, he fumed. Well, spare their blushes, but Story's indignation was aimed at one person and a publication in particular. Parked Up Plus can reveal that DJR has a potential big name partner investor waiting in the wings. Still on DJR and speculation about Will Davison's future is, well, running out of steam. Davo's performance this season has been irresistible and to replace him next year is unthinkable. Expect him to be re-signed for at least another season before the Bathurst 1000 in October. In other Supercars news, we hear that Greg Murphy will rejoin the broadcast commentary team at the New Zealand round in September. The Kiwi V8 legend has been absent from the pit lane reporting lineup since the pandemic struck in March 2020. Murph, of course, will make his supercars racing comeback at Bathurst in the Boost Mobile Erebus wildcard. And the Newcastle 500's return as the 2023 season opener has been confirmed. Well, the plan has been announced. To happen, it needs New South Wales heritage approval. Despite the opposition of local residents, that will almost certainly be granted as the street race event will be the last of the existing deal. But Supercar's bid for a further four-year agreement is far from a done deal, given the outcry of trackside residents who've been complaining about noise, disruption and damage since the first Newcastle 500 in 2017. More after this short break. Race Fuels is Australia's leading supplier of racing fuel to national and state level motorsport. And its range of racing fuels includes the BP Supercars E85, which is available to grassroots races. For power and protection over pump fuel, Race Fuels imports the Elf Race 102, as used by Porsche Carrera Cup and the Touring Car Masters. More info on Race Fuels E85 and Elf Race 102 is available at racefuel.com.au. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. Welcome back. In breaking news, supercar star Shane Van Gisbergen has been banned from competing in the Trans Am National Series. He was due to make his debut in the low-cost V8 category at Queensland Raceway next month, driving a Camaro for TA team owner Tim Shaw. As Pucked Up Plus revealed back in April, SVG had been gagged from talking about his planned Trans Am debut at the Bathurst Six Hour meeting 
silenced by pressure from supercars. He missed the event because he contracted COVID, delaying his TA appearance until QR between his other commitments. But that's now been canned, along with other Trans Am outings, because of what team owner Tim Shaw blamed on political pressures. Now, Shaw didn't directly point a finger, but the clear insinuation is that Triple Eight rescinded permission under pressure from supercars, which wasn't happy to see its champion driver racing in another, but hardly rival, V8 category. SVG isn't impressed, but he's copped the ban on the chin because it was a fun drive and he's still allowed to go rallying and compete in GT3, including overseas events. In a statement, Tim Shaw expressed disappointment that Van Gisbergen had been barred from racing his Camaro. He said, it's just very disappointing for motorsport because the fans would love to see Shane in the car. One of the reasons that he is the best is because he is the modern day Peter Brock. He drives everything, end of quote. SVG is due to compete in another rally in New Zealand this weekend before resuming his supercars title defence at the Bend next week. Aussie IndyCar star Will Power remains in the thick of the title race, despite not excelling at Toronto over the weekend. Power finished 15th, but is still second in the standings, just 35 points behind Indy 500 winner Marcus Erickson. IndyCar has another three events in a row coming up, starting with a double header at the Iowa Oval this weekend. Power told Parked Up Plus that he feels he's still very much in the hunt for his second IndyCar title. Will Power, it's certainly shaping up as a pretty fierce title battle and, well, you're right in the thick of it. Yeah, definitely. Uh, has It has been a, a very good season for me um, and it's... It's anyone's guess how this championship's going to play out, just simply because it's so competitive this year. Um, so, but yeah, I think these next group of races we're doing, next four, four or five races, are pretty much going to determine um, you know who's in the game with three to go. So, uh, yep, looking, feeling good about it. I think we've definitely got uh, we've got a good car and good team and. Um, I'm firing on all cylinders, so it's, uh, yeah, good. Interestingly, Power revealed that he has taken inspiration from supercars legend Russell Engel, who won the 2005 title with consistency rather than race wins. You know, I actually, when you, you know, I look back when I think about running for a championship at this point of my career, I actually look back at Russell Ingle when he won his championship in supercars. And actually I did think about that this year because it just shows it's absolutely possible at any age to do that. Not, I'm sorry, not any age, but you know, in the later part of your career. And as he proved, you can, you know, also do it by just racking up points all over the place. You don't have to win every race. That's exactly right. You do not have to win every race. That's probably one of the things you learn. It takes a long time to have to not go into a weekend trying to win. Trying to win, I think, is actually a bit of a problem at times. 
all you can do is the absolute best in every situation and then the win may just present itself. The laconic Queenslander is 41 and along with fellow IndyCar veteran Scott Dixon, keeping the new generation honest, if not always at bay. And Powers says he has no plans to retire anytime soon. Probably another four years. No, no real stop point. I just, I don't want to, don't want to put a, I don't want to put a date on it because I just don't think you want that in your head. Just like, ah, oh, well, I'm winding down. It's just fight as hard as you can for as long as you can. And when you're not winning anymore, it's time to stop. Well, fair point. But <laughs> clearly this season, at least, and in the foreseeable future, as you say, you, you're nowhere near ready to stop. No, I'm, uh, I've never stopped learning and I've never stopped getting better. I don't think you ever get any faster. You just, you just get, you just get a bit larger toolbox. You just add so many things to uh, what you bring to a team as far as just understanding setup, you know, what direction development should, should go, how to, you know, work as efficient as efficiently as possible over a weekend through the practices and qualifying and race and such. So I think you just, you just get better and better. Powell's been overshadowed here by his team Penske teammate, Scott McLaughlin, who's seventh in the standings, 77 points off the lead and still very much a title contender. Power doesn't resent the attention on McLaughlin regarding the triple supercars champion as a big draw card to IndyCar's following down under. He has, yeah. I mean, really from his first test in IndyCar, he was he was pretty quick and caught on very quickly. And obviously he's going through uh, the ups and downs of learning new tracks, a new car, um, kind of definitely a new style for him. He's been, you know, this, I'm sure the supercar is pretty far pretty far from what he was what he's doing now but um um yeah he's doing a really good job he definitely contributes to the the uh the development and setups over weekend over a weekend and um yep he's he's there he's right in the game right in the game and of course his supercars high profile is uh, is attracting even more attention down here to indycar yeah i think that's it's a really, it was a really good thing. I was excited when I heard he was coming over because I think it really would help the ratings in Australia for IndyCar and um, just brings more attention to it because he has, you know, a massive following down there. And uh, yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure the TV ratings in Australia for IndyCar are much better now that he's in the series. Power also revealed that a proper crack at the Bathurst 1000 remains on his bucket list i still have that in my mind i would love to do i would love to do it um obviously all everything's schedules have to align and you have to get permission from the team to do it uh yeah i can't see that in the next couple years but definitely after i'm you know done with indycar that will be something i'll look to do for sure but uh, yeah, because yeah, it's just something that I've been wanting to do for a while. It just hasn't. I just haven't been able to with uh, what I'm doing over here. Australasian motorsport benefactor Tony Quinn 
isn't expected to race again this year. 60-something Quinn is recovering from a huge crash in his Porsche Carrera Cup racer at Townsville. He suffered multiple fractures and a punctured lung, but he's expected to make a full recovery. Quinn's hospitalisation comes as his rejuvenation of Queensland Raceway is about to be showcased. QR will host its first major event since 2019 next month as the Speed Series returns. The track has undergone major facility upgrades since Quinn bought it last year, adding to his existing portfolio of Highlands Park and Taupo Raceway over in New Zealand. And with all the improvements, QR is also in the frame to return to the Supercars Championship next year. The Super Chief Auto TCR Australia Series will headline the QR event in early August. Promoted by Australian Racing Group, major shareholder Barry Rogers says that while GRM isn't looking to expand its TCR lineup, more makes are on the horizon. Yeah, look, not from our end. I mean, obviously, we've got current arrangements with um, Alfa Romeo, um, Renault and, um, and Peugeot. Um, we're not racing the Alphas ourselves this year, but we are supporting Ash Seawood and, and, um, and the Wilmingtons that run um, Alphas. Um, look, we're not ourselves looking at bringing any, any other brands in. I mean, we've got strong relationships with those three brands. Um, we've got some ability to, to um, you know, manufacture here in Australia, which really does help because when you're racing cars that come out of Europe, <coughs> it, um, you know, I mean, things have changed a bit with the pandemic again too, with the costs of costs of freight, the reliability of freight. It, it, it certainly works for us that you can support your local, um, that we can support ourselves locally here in Australia with the cars that we're racing. Um, but there is talk, look, there's strong talk of some Lincoln Co's coming to Australia. Um, there's also talk, obviously, the Toyota getting here. So, um, look, there's a fair bit going on in TCR landscape. I mean, they've moved forward, you know, over in Europe and um, we're certainly, there's opportunities for us on the back of what's happening through Europe. I mean, obviously, they've, they've been doing some development with ETCR for some period and, and, um, and I think, um, you know, that, you know, whether that's something that's coming here in the, the near future or not, I really don't have an answer on, but I think there's, you know, motorsport, you know, TCR being a global series, certainly are embracing, um, you know, the, the, they're trying to move with the times, probably more so than say, a, you know, call it a, a NASCAR or a supercar or something, which is just old school, you know, V8 racing. So I think, um, I think you'll find that uh, the series itself will, I think you'll see a new evolution of TCR over the next few years come, come through, yeah. And what about ETCR? Will we see electric touring car racing here? Barry Rogers isn't convinced. You'd think so eventually. I mean, you know, look, as a fan, if you ask me, you know, would I do I really like watching electric cars racing? I mean, you know, I think we've all watched Formula E at some point. Um, it's certainly improved in recent times. Um, look, there's no doubt that the, to go to a motor race, there's something to be said about that, you know, your senses, you know, we love to hear the noise and I understand that, you know, a four-cylinder turbo car isn't a V8 car, but they still have their unique sounds about them. Um, so, look, if you, you know, certainly if, if you said um, the push from government and all that, that type of um, um, pressure is, you know, electric, there's no doubt that the pushes every day, isn't it? Electric, um, whether it's for cars or the, you know, solar for hours or wind for this. It's all that's you know, it's obviously um, where the future is. Um, I think car-wise, 
as much as they've done all that development on ETCR, you know, to be honest, in the automotive industry, particularly here in Australia, I think hybrids more of an answer. Um, but that's just my personal opinion. And I look at Toyota, the world's largest manufacturer of cars. I mean, they've really um, backed hybrid in more so than than full electric. Um, um, and she was funny when we drove up to Bathurst uh, last year, Mark. We stopped at Gundagai, and there was there was a um, Tesla on the back of a tow truck that had been towed in there to get charged up. So you can get caught with the electric cars. So uh, anyway, well, um, yeah, I think um, I certainly think though that TCR, you know, as a global series, will look at those options and whether that is full electric or hybrid or something like that. I think we'll, we will see some, um, you know, some advancement down one of the, one of those roads. Back after this brief message. Hey there, race fans. We think Parked Up is great, but if you need a change of pace and tone, tune into the Girls on the Grid podcast with Priya Richards and Tanea McLeod. It's all motorsport, but spoken from a female point of view. Girls on the Grid, every Monday on all your favourite podcast platforms. You're listening to Parked Up Plus. And we're on the home straight. Aussie-born Kiwi Scott Dixon returned to the IndyCar Winners' Circle at Toronto. And with his wrap-up of that, and the weekend's other major racing, here's Grant Rowley. Kiwi Scott Dixon broke his IndyCar drought, taking victory at the Toronto Street Circuit ahead of Andretti Autosports' Colton Herter, while Felix Rosenquist took the final podium slot for Arrow McLaren SP. Scott McLaughlin placed ninth, and Australian Willpower 15th, while Championship leader Marcus Ericsson extended his advantage to 35 points Overpower. Young Toyota sensation Carly Rovenpera continued his dream run in the World Rally Championship, winning Rally Estonia. The Finn led teammate Elfin Evans by a minute, while hometown hero Ott Tanak was third for Hyundai. Rovenpera holds an emphatic 83 point lead ahead of his home event in Finland next month. New York hosted the latest rounds of Formula E, where Nick Cassidy and Antonio Felix D. Costa shared the spoils. Cassidy won the opening race in treacherous conditions, while DaCosta held sway ahead of Stoffel Van Dorn and Kiwi Mitch Evans rounding out the podium. And in the NASCAR Cup event, Christopher Bell took victory in New Hampshire, claiming victory from Chase Elliott and Bubba Watson. That's the racing news from around the world. I'm Grant Rowley reporting for Parked Up Plus. Coming up this weekend, the Formula One French Grand Prix on Fox Sports and KO, and the Iowa IndyCar doubleheader on Stan Sport. Finally, a shout-out to the Australian team that won the Formula One in Schools World Championship. Six students from Trinity Grammar School in Melbourne scored Australia's latest success in the Engineering Challenge, beating 52 entries from 25 countries. Their Hydron model racer won them university scholarships at UCL Engineering in London and, more importantly, an entree to future jobs in Formula One. Congratulations to the young Aussie team for a hard-fought victory. That's it for now. Back this time next week with the latest news and views on what's happening in motorsport. In the meantime, tune in to Parked Up with Grant Rowley and a special guest on Thursday. I'm Mark Fogarty. Thanks for listening. You've just listened to another Network R production. 